I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. And you're very welcome along to this week's edition of the Rocky Road Rewind. I'm your host, Simon McGuire, sitting in for Kevin Byrne, who's still off on paternity leave. And I'm delighted to be joined by one of Irish boxing's rising stars in Niall O'Connor. Niall rushed to a record of 5-0 and with four KOs by May 2018. A bit of a gap then to his next fight, which was March 2021 in Belgium. Niall, how have you been? How are you getting on, Simon? How are you? Good. Yourself? Uh, look, sure. Getting through this COVID as best we can, I think, you know? Yeah. Tell me about it, man. Uh, when I got in touch with you, I suppose I wanted to talk to uh, a pro fighter who's had to go through the whole uh, COVID layoff uh, and just see how, literally how frustrating it's been. Or <laughs> Do you still have the love for the sport or, or have you been getting on the last 18 months? I would be lost out of the sport. I think like, we sort of, we sort of, we just love being in the gym. Like it's, it's, it's nearly terrible to me, you know, I just, just love trying. Especially, I'm partial, especially, it's just like, everyone's, everyone's close out there, you know, it's all close near. We just like being out there as well, you know. And your first fight under Pascal was actually earlier this year, is that right? In in Belgium, yeah, over in Brussels, over there. It was actually my first fight. We trained a lot over two years, but that was just the way things I played out with other issues I had with leaving certain managers and then fights falling through. It's just been awkward, like, but that was my first fight under Pascal. It was brilliant, it was, I have to say. First fight back in two years. I didn't think it would be as, but like, I was. I was rusty and I was sparring and all a lot, but it was good to get the first one out of the way. Tell us about the fight. You went, went to full six rounds, you got a full workout. Are you happy with how you performed? I'm happy enough with how I performed. So, I mean, it was actually, it was, it, was, it was actually a good fight. It was a competitive fight. We had a pound. It actually, it was, it was an early pound and came to win. It was a Belgian guy in Belgium. I thought I boxed skin on him. I thought I won every single round. Um, it was a loose. I didn't really get hit much. It was uh, it was a, it was actually a good fight. One judge somehow had given him the fight. I have no clue how. That judge needs to get his bleeding license revoked anyway. I tell you that. Maybe it was it was because I was fighting a Belgian kid in Belgium, but it's the way it is, isn't it? Yeah. Good yeah. six round experience. I, I hadn't. I'd yet to be gone I four, which is obviously is, is obviously nothing. But that was my first. We were actually a good experience. Ever. Could learn a fight. Yeah, and just briefly, I mean, there was such a gap there between. Uh, even prior to COVID, um, you hadn't fought for a while. What what, what was it? Just fight, fights falling through, and uh, I was showing into a contract uh, with my old manager, and I needed to be yelled at because we just we weren't really on great terms. So I was 
split with him and then I was just basically had a couple of fights fall through. Last time we actually spoke to you, so I was going over to Boston. I was fighting uh, a Venezuelan kid who saw him movies boxing. So I'm to take that for you. Me and Ray were going over to fight on that card and then that fell through as well with, with uh, customs. We all got stopped in customs. That was in 2018. And then I've had a few a few fights fall through since then as well, like so many. But COVID then kicked and um, I suppose everyone stopped getting fights down at that stage, didn't they? Yeah, well, I mean, I was just thinking back actually. I remember we were Imagine being a sports journalist with not to, nothing to write about there for the first three months of it. <laughs> I think we were, you know, there's only so much volume tennis balls out the back garden you can write about, you know. <laughs> and just at the moment, are you working? Because uh, you texted me earlier saying, you were, are you working full time? Are you training or is it yeah. a mix about? Well, I'm working full time. So, so we've been working as a as an apprentice electrician over the last four years. I'm saving me time up in Vince's hospital. So we've been... We've actually been very busy. I worked during the lockdown as well. I didn't, I didn't really stop at all whatsoever. Like we are, I'm part of putting a few new COVID projects in, and you know these new COVID wars we are putting into the same as hospital. We're putting in them, so I'm flat out. Yeah, and how how did you find that affected training? Or there was obviously a bit of time out with the gym as well. Did you did you pick up anything? I spoke to a couple of people, and they picked up like long distance cycling or you know mountain running or stuff they would never have done normally. Have you picked up anything different, or are you just more of the same? No, really different. There was just possible. I never running a little bit more, but not as much as I normally would have in Canberra for you. Like I just we started trained as well through the hallway. I always say we started see I'm lucky enough with my father here and I had to train with him. There's some paddle in that with him, but didn't really pick up anything now, now. Nothing at all. <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping for something. <laughs> running yeah, up, run, at all. running up and down the stairs with like rocks in your back or something. No. <laughs> And when you become more active, do you expect to keep working full time and the uh, and the sparks, or is it you you, you worry about that when you? When the well, I've, I've had a plan that when I when I qualify full time, um, I'd like to take a year out from work, just to solely come out on the box and just give it a chance, just 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 to see where I can go with it. Literally, just boxing is my life really as it is right now. Apart from from that work, set, like if every it's the it's the only real thing I have an interest in is boxing, right? So. I'd like to dedicate myself a year anyway out of work just to see what I can get to and see if I have a chance with it, you know? Yeah. Yeah, no, I think that, well, I mean, it's easy for me to say, but that'd be the way to do it, all right. Uh, yeah, I want, otherwise, I might have that regret. I do, actually. I want to play you a clip. We had um, Francie Barrett on the show a couple of weeks ago. And okay. after he went pro, uh, this is what he, this is how he actually worked. The setup was Louis Luigi was training me and I was working with Barrett Hill. I was handing him. I was uh, digging uh, 30 meters a day, uh, myself and Coley. Uh, we were doing work for a company called Bar Hill. We were doing an Irish company from Galway uh, uh, and Dennis Curran from up the road. And we were doing 30 meters a day. So I'd get up at half five in the morning. I'd go out to work. I'd finish work at four o'clock. Be hand digging all day. You know, between building BT boxes and, you know, putting down pipes in the ground, you had to hand dig 30 meters a day. Put it that way. Mm. And then I'd finish that, and then at five o'clock, I'd be in the boxing club at five o'clock. I'd finish training at uh, eight o'clock. But then that'd be on a Monday, on a Tuesday at half four in the morning, I'd go for a run. And then Tuesday evening, I'd do my training Tuesday evening. So I do my, I was doing, I was training six days a week, and I was working six days a week, you know. But it was a lot. Yeah. It was a lot of time. I don't know how I done. 
But there, Niall, there's Francie killing himself when he went, when he went pro. Is a, that's not your plan anyway for the first bit, no? No, thank God we don't do a labor intensive job like that. Like, that's that's strength conditioning in itself, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I was getting yeah. just, I was getting, I was breaking a spec just listening to him saying, so. <laughs> "Strong as an ox." He sounded, he sounded bleeding stressed out anyway, didn't he? He did, he did. Yeah. So obviously, with the link to Belgium and the fights being cancelled, has Branton has Branton been muted? and come along your way anytime soon, or is it still just waiting to see Pass what happens? Meant, yeah, so sorry, wait to see what happens. Pascal's mentioned a few fights to me. Uh, there's been a lot of other stars going on in boxing now in Belgium too. Uh, there's a couple. Look, for me, for the rain of this year, I'm hoping we get a sh- an order show. Something happens. I've been hearing, hopefully, they were saying there's going to be an order show. And I'd, I'd love to be able to box for uh, either Norris title on it or one of those Kelly titles at Louisway. So there's a couple of lads knocking around my weight now. All that around my, my level, sort of five, six foot level. There's a. Uh, there's a local fella from my way, Steve McVie. There's another guy, um, John Cooney. He's trying to have a rock gym, is it? And those are fights that I'd, I'd be actually interested in or anyone else really around that domestic scene that, that wants to box for a, a, a Louisville title. Just be hit past club or hit me up. I mean, I'd be able to organize some. Yeah, no, good to hear because um, I know McAfee fought Eric Donovan there for the featherweight one a while back. Yeah, and then Eric. I remember afterwards, Eric said he was going. To, he was hoping now to use that as a springboard to a European title. And lo and behold, and well, he was supposed to be fighting for the European title there, but he got injured. But he's uh, that fight's been rescheduled. So is that the case now? It's time to get a title under your belt, and then you know springboard on from there. Exactly. Yeah. If you if you have a title, then it's sort of more attractive to go box abroad. You know what I mean? So that's what I'm, as well, as well as a a round experience, a ten ten round experiences. Is, is is exactly what I want, like. And then just looking, I mean, you mentioned it yourself. Um, obviously, the Irish domestic circuit isn't in the best space at the moment. No. Um, in fact, I think the last good card was that McAfee Donovan uh, card, which is down the National Stadium, which is which is packed packed out at the night. But like that's you know few and far between. Is do you think now it's a case of just getting that under your belt and then moving on? I know Pascal obviously has the um, connection with Murphy's boxing. Um, yeah. Is that is that you know your your time now domestically one more fight here and then move abroad? Yeah, well, that, that that's what Pascal's plan was. Anyway, was Murphy's boxing was to be over there fighting with me. Just had visa issues, just getting the visa. But even if it isn't uh, a toilet, I think I'd, like for me for me next week, I'd just love an eight or ten round fight. Just this, I just want to be able to do those long rounds. I'm more experienced about it. We get now the sort of six years, four or six rounders. Six rounders, I suppose, but an eight rounder now will be invaluable experience. And I just want to just want to just fight an eight rounder, be great. Did you have much amateur experience? Because I know the four rounders are great for the amateurs kicking off and moving in. Um, is it just yeah. a case now of you know I've had enough of that and I really want to, to kick on? Funny enough, we actually did have I had a good bit of amateur experience. I boxed at Monkstown with uh JP Kinsa in Dublin. Do you know Monkstown, Dublin? Yep. He had two fighters fighting for the uh, under the 22s, he had Sean Marley and Jack Marley. Big heavyweight. I used to box for them. They actually brought me all over the place. Brought me to England. Brought, brought me to America for you. And I just my problem was when I was an amateur, I just wasn't really dedicated enough. I was still quite immature up until the late age. And then I just sort of hit 23, 22, 23, copped on a little bit, got a job, started working properly, started living the life and sort of this home professional then. But I learned an awful lot down in Monkstown Box Club. An awful lot. Did you ever drop in again? 
no, I haven't dropped in now. It's just last time I dropped in anybody. We see lads around all the time. It's sort of our little border side of a small area, so you sort of see everyone. You know, everyone, everyone knows everyone. See the lads about. Really, yeah. And then just briefly, how long have you been in Pascal Collins' gym now? What, two and a half years, is it? Three years? Two and a half years, and probably three years now. Three and a half, four. Well, to tell what, there's one hour, it's now 2017, 2018. Well, three years, I'm trying out Pascal. I'm trying out over there with uh, Tony Davitt and Barry O'Mara first. And then, start, Tony started, uh, things started trying me, Pascal started trying me about two years ago, two and a half years ago, yeah. No, I remember he, he, he spoke very highly of you when I was, we were out at that time at Ray doing the bit of filming and uh, he, he definitely name-checked you in who else was coming down the line, you know? Yeah. And what would you say is the, the most important thing you've learned from Pascal, do you think, over the last number of years? Pascal, patience. Patience, really. Uh, just, stay, just stay in the gym, be patient. Like, just tell him, he just keeps telling me, like, he tell me himself that I have been unlucky with regards to chances and opportunities. I have been ready and lucky Nuns came off me, like, but uh, patience with Pascal, like, he's telling me that anyway. And then just a quick fire round on on the gym, because I know you there's a, there's yeah. a good, you have a good crew out there as well with Eric and Ray and um, and Spike and the likes. Uh, yeah. Who's your favourite sparring partner? Oh, we have right now. He's a good friend of mine. We have a Venezuelan kid called Jesus Aruco, right? And he came over here, I think it was, came over here a year and a half, two years ago. We didn't really have that much experience. He was obviously boxing amateur in, over in Venezuela. We want to see how much is going on now the last two years. It's, if you ever get a chance to pop around the gym and just watch some of the sparring, it's, you pay for it. Like, it's brilliant, it is. Blood and guts. So he's your number one for sparring, yeah? Jesus, definitely, yeah. What does he weigh? Do you, you have that on him? Exact same as me. I'd say I'm a bit heavier now than me. We haven't been watching me the way as much as we should have. But me and him, I'd say, are... Equal about 67 at the minute. He probably about 64. That's what it is, yeah. All right. Number two. He won the watch as well. Yeah. Two. Um, Daniel Sullivan. I haven't seen much of the lads, but Daniel Sullivan. There's other between Jesus or Daniel because Daniel's been probably the fittest man I've ever met. Like, hands down, the man lives in the gym. Lives in the gym. Does he put you to shame, does he? Yeah. Puts everyone else to shame. Everyone to shame. Like, he's an absolute machine. Uh, the best trainer in the gym Daniel Daniel O'Sullivan I suppose you finished dancing about a second ago yeah <laughs> yeah Mr. well well the most fun Spike <laughs> easy Spike he's mad gonna need, gonna need an example oh uh, any of his social media antics or even if you see any of the stuff he does with Pascal like yeah the two, the, two, the two of them together are being gas and the most serious the most serious. I don't say no, Kennedy, but now he's he can have a lot of himself. So I say Thomas Cardi's quite serious, or Eric. Eric actually, Eric's quite serious. Yeah, no messing around with Eric. No, straight to the point. Yeah, uh, Thomas is over now with Anthony Joshua. Have you have you been watching any of the social stuff, or have you see, heard any oh, feedback from him? Fair play, though. Serious opportunity, Simon, isn't it? Deadly. Delighted for him. Was taught, was only talking to him yesterday. He's back home for the week, and then they're going. He's gone back over to Sheffield then. Or, the remainder of the camp, I think, he comes over. They were over there sort of a prep week. And then he's gone back over now for the remainder of the camp, which is oh, invaluable experience there as well, isn't it? Yeah. Every time in the world, like, after a season, he's only had one fight, imagine that. It's class. I saw him climbing the old uh, army rope there up the top of the list. Like, yeah, but Deadly, wasn't it? Yeah, they, they did, I, I got the feeling they didn't think he could do it. And then up he goes, <laughs> not a bother on him. Like. <laughs> Deadly, wasn't it? Yeah.
Well, there's one for you. If, if, some, if some lightweight around the world, preparing for yeah. a world, world, either a world champ or a world title, is going, I need, need to draft in Niall O'Connor. Who would, whose camp would you like to be in? Man, funny enough you say this, I was in James Tennyson's camp, his whole last camp. Vince, I sparred him for his, like, his whole last camp. He, he boxed, uh, I can't remember the Mexicans name he boxed. Now he was, it was an out now for, I think it was a round or two rounds. He ended up getting stopped. But that was a great camp to be a part of. Yeah, that was a, that was a, that was class. Look out there, look out the side. Cause he was, he was, he was, he was, he was in real good shape for that. And we were just sparring for, it was about eight to 10 weeks. Straight sparring three times a week. We were sparring. It was unbelievable experience it was. Oh, that was, that's nearly better than actually having some, some stay, stay active fight nearly, isn't it? Yeah, it was it was unbelievable. Like, like the, the experience and even the stuff I learned from them spars were, were classic. Where was that based? That was in Pascals. They would drive down from Belfast three times a week for sparring. Oh, they? Yeah, yeah, it was class. It was. All right. Was was there? Were you on rotation with a few of the lads? Yeah, some days it would be. Some days we doing eight rounds. To be, it all depends on my what he wanted that day. Um, the last day he was up, it was I can't remember. It was just me and Jesus. But it was all, it was it was like a fight though. It was it was hard sparring. Yeah, would the, the three years wouldn't jump in and just have a an old Mex, 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 Mexican standoff. Yeah. <laughs> no, none of that. And then just to go on from there, so uh James Tennyson aside, anyone else? Um and that doesn't necessarily have to be a lightweight, but in that uh, general area to go. In that round, super fella lightweight. I'd love to be part of the Heinz camp. Love to be part of the Heinz camp. There's my blade and uncle or the star or, 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 or whoever it is. Nah, there's loads of them. There's Linares as well. I'd say his camp. He's still training over in Japan, isn't he, Linares? I'm not sure. He's still training over. I'd love to be over. There's so many. It'd just be a flying wall. I have these guys like, in class. There's good, good camps over in England too. There's, geez, that, like, even at the time, Tennyson, when he was fighting with Walter, that was, that was a great camp to be a part of. A lot of hype and all built up around that line. It was deadly, it was. Hi, O'Connor. Thanks a lot for taking the time. And we, we hope you get a fight soon. We hope to see you back in action again soon. Probably. Thank you very much for having me on. I appreciate it, mate. Thanks. Anytime.
Step onto the legendary clay courts of Roland Garros, where the world's best players battle it out at the French Open for a chance to win a Grand Slam title. Tennis Channel Plus is your place to watch. Stream every court from your phone or smart TV live in HD. See the action unfold as legends fight for glory and new rivalries emerge. Daily live coverage begins Monday, May 20th, with match replays on demand so you never miss a moment. From the first serve to the final point, Roland Garros promises unforgettable moments and new chapters in tennis history. Stream now with Tennis Channel Plus to be there when it happens.